the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Time for another episode of the Boys of Tech. Thanks for listening. This is episode 265 for the week commencing Monday the 10th of March 2014. My name is Edwin Herman and I'm joined over Skype by Ben Sonko. Welcome to the show, Ben. Thanks, Ed. It's good to be back. Oh, look, it's good to have you back, as always. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. been a busy little while, so... I understand you were shifting office. Yeah, yeah, so for the last last month or so, I've sort of been working up to it, and then last weekend it was break down the old office, shut down all the servers, break down the old racks, move everything across, set everything back up again, get it back up and running for Monday morning. So. And that was your job, right, all that, uh, the, the server room... Yeah, all, all of the server side of things. So people left on Friday and came to the new work on Monday and everything was up and running. And, and little did was, they know that you had worked how many hours that weekend? I think it was 27 in the end. Finished oh. at 3, three o'clock on uh, on Monday morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Did we, were you <laughs> yeah. expected at work on, on that Monday? Uh, yeah, but well, they knew I wasn't going to be in for very long. So I went in for a couple of hours and then worked from home for a bit. Right, right. But it was wow. good. Yeah, you know, everything didn't get the chance to finish everything the way I wanted, but everything's up and running. So, but it's um, nice, isn't it, when you've got a, a new setup because you know it's that time, isn't it, that opportunity to get everything the way you just the way you want. Yeah, the little things that bothered me, you know, like our patch panel was just haphazard <laughs> cables all over the place, <laughs> spaghetti now junction type thing. Yeah, it was horrible. Whereas now it's like all color coded. You know, all of the normal patching is the same color. If there's a red cable in the patch panel, you touch it, you're in trouble. Um, what, what, that, they, what, what do the red ones do? I want to know. Uh, that will break things. That will take down our network or, or break a zone. Um, oh right, okay. So as you break our access between our two zones, it'll, it'll cause trouble, and I'll be angry. Right. So if, if I take one of the other ones out, it'll just take the, out one server, right? It just might affect one person, yeah. Right, okay. And I don't really care. <laughs> as long as it's not you, right? <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not me. If it's me, they'll hear about it. <laughs> so how long, are you the only one in charge of that area now? Pretty much? Uh, there's another guy that is, is, is at least as capable as me in everything that I do. Um, but he's a developer and this isn't really what he that, wants. Oh, that's not his job. But okay. He's, uh, but he's there and it's great. So, you know, I knew that I didn't have to go on Monday morning because he was there to fix any problem. Right. Well, the reason I was asking was I was wondering how long that nice, neat and tidy cabling is going to last. But I guess if it's mostly you. Yeah. He, <laughs> he um, we didn't have phone lines on Monday and they turned up like Monday afternoon. Um, so he did the patching for the phone lines. Yeah. And we didn't we didn't really have the proper cable, so it was just sort of hanging out. It was pretty ugly. Um, so as soon as I got the proper cables, that all got nicely tied away, and I was like, yeah, your patching does not belong in my server room. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, if you didn't have the proper cables arrive. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I can't be angry. <laughs> you can't do it properly yeah. when it's going to be changed. No, um, that's right, yeah. But once it's all done, that that should be it. Like, we don't really add a lot of servers, and when we do, it's me. Um, and I think you'd follow what I've done. It's pretty clear to see where, where the cables run and how to do it. Just don't touch the red ones. 
Don't touch the red ones. Mm, okay. Or do it quickly if you have to. <laughs> then run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll remember that if, I, if I'm ever at, uh, at your workplace. Although I don't know what I would be doing in the patch panel area. Oh, I like to show it off. Oh, yeah, I suppose there is that, you know, come and check this out. Oh, Actually, maybe we should do that. Maybe, would, uh, would you be able to take me around at some point? Yeah, take definitely. Through? Okay, yep. we, uh, you, you're in central Wellington, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll uh, jack something up. Yeah, no problem. I mean, it's not a massive room. We've only got four racks. But oh, that's still, it'd be nice to see. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we should advertise this. Anyone want a tour? 50 cents a <laughs> ticket? <laughs> Actually, you could make some money on the side with it. Yeah, we could sell some coffee. We've got a barista with a plumbed-in coffee machine, so we could sell coffees. There you so. go, sell coffees, yeah. Minimum yeah, purchase, a, one per person. And I've got a drawer that's overflowing with power cables, so you can get a free power cable <laughs> if you visit. No one walks away empty-handed, right? Yeah, I've got lots of DVI and VGA cables, so you can get a free you know, video oh, cable. Oh, VGA, that's really useful. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they still come in handy. Do they? Every now and again, yeah. yeah I suppose, yeah. I it's, mean, it's often a back. Yeah. It's often a defector on the video cards. Oh, um, yeah, I always yeah. look for it because it's a you know it's standard. Mm. Um, it's well supported, so. Mm, true. Mm. All righty, let's kick off the cast. Uh, what have we got? Oh yeah, now <laughs> my first story. I love the story. It's a little bit old now, and we didn't have a proper episode last. Week, so you may have already been well versed with this now, but let, let us go over it anyway. And for those of you who haven't heard the story, you'll love it. It's a it's about a woman in who lives in Glasgow, Scotland. Her name is Mary Johnston. You'll remember that name because she inadvertently became the eighty seventh best attraction in TripAdvisor for Glasgow. Yeah, her, instead of her, her profile being for her, it was somehow, and we still don't know how somehow became set up as an attraction. So Mary Johnston was an attraction as opposed to a, you know, a member profile. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I wonder if she started selling tickets. <laughs> she Well, she could. She's now officially an attraction. Yeah, how much does it cost to go to the Hydro? I mean, she's better than that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me just read you some of the, uh, Ben, you may have read these as well, but let me just read what uh, one of the reviews was, because of course, when people saw this, they couldn't help join in the fun and and, uh, write some reviews for her. Someone gave her five stars, and they said, if you visit just one Mary on your next trip to Glasgow, make sure it's Mary Doll. With her astounding Maryness and stunning dollacity, Mary Doll is the highlight of any trip to this beautiful Scottish city. I've travelled fairly extensively in the UK and I've met many a Mary, but none so very Mary-like as Mary Doll. The only criticism I can make is that Mary Doll is generally only viewable to the public from 9 to 5. Thank goodness for that. That was me, by the way. Uh, you <laughs> usually being packed away for the night. This is a real shame since I can... <laughs> Since I can only imagine the sight of Mary Doll by moonlight must be breathtaking. <laughs> I'm not sure what was meant there uh, or whether it was innocent, but, you know, you can take several messages from that. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe she's a werewolf. Oh. Well, th- but there you go. That's maybe what they mean. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's the only time you're going to see her in her natural, <clears throat> natural glory. <laughs> But, you know, they asked her about it because they, they they eventually got hold of her. And they asked her, look, did, what was this all about? You know, perhaps it's someone seeking a bit of fame. But she, say, she replies, she says, no, I, I didn't set it up. 
It must be a bug in the system or it is malicious. I'm already a user and I went on recently to review somewhere in Amsterdam. So it may have happened then. And she goes on to say, I'm not a huge traveller, but I do like city breaks. And I visited places such as Prague, Krakow, Lisbon and places like that. I've left a message with TripAdvisor and I'm trying to get the page taken down now. I've been reading some forums and apparently you have to bend over backwards to set up an account as an attraction. So did she bend over backwards? <laughs> you make it sound oh. so simple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, anyway, there's, uh, it, I think that's great. She, she, I mean, she, she did say, thank goodness it's a good photo of me too. It's, yeah. not, it's not a bad photo. I mean, based on their review, you do wonder if that person was the one that set it up. Because right. that was quite a sort of you know, tongue-in-cheek kind of review. Well, I, I mean... Would would that have been an opportunity? Like someone's can gone. Can someone oh, else set it set it up? Is that what you're saying? Can, well, can a mean, third party? So either either somebody stumbled across it and gone. I know. I'll I'll have a laugh and write a funny review. Well, that's what, or somebody, what I assumed. Or somebody has created it and then written the review on what they've just oh, created. Hey, so yeah, it's a little bit yeah. more premeditated. Yeah, yeah. You, you you may well be right. And you know, I mean, her photo they could have got from her profile anyway. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I don't think Mate. we've heard from TripAdvisor as to how it happened. Well, at least other, I haven't seen. The other thing is, what was what did she review in Amsterdam, and was it positive or not? Because maybe it was payback for something. Oh, now we're getting into the tinfoil hat stuff here. Or what was she doing in Amsterdam? Maybe she <laughs> should be getting reviewed. <laughs> oh, Ben, this is a funny story, I tell you what. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, there's lots of angles to look at this that I hadn't thought of until... This is why we got you on the show, right? Yeah, for what? the merry the merry section, the merry section. That's right. <laughs> so, me, I just checked the uh, before. I couldn't find her on there anymore. I think. Yeah, she's I was been- just going to say. I just checked before the show. They've removed her, uh, so they finally corrected that. Yeah. Mm. All right, that's Mary Johnston. She's no longer an attraction in Glasgow, so you know, don't go door knocking. Well, she still is. She's just no longer on TripAdvisor. Oh yeah, but perhaps that's what it is. She's still an attraction, just no. no I don't think they killed her. I don't think they went to that extreme. No, no, you're right. You're right. I'm sure she's an attraction in Glasgow. Or did they? Oh. Oh, here we go. Morton Fall. <laughs> TripAdvisor hire international assassin. <laughs> Right, Ben, before you run to the end of the role of that tinfoil, let's uh, let's talk about John Chen, the CEO of BlackBerry. I thought this was quite an interesting comment because he made Does a... BlackBerry a, still have a CEO? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they went out of business. Yeah, do they still exist? Well, that's kind of the irony to, the, to what we're about to cover, and that is that John Chen made a comment about, you know, of course he's trying to, you know, tell people why BlackBerry's so great and why others aren't so good. And he made a, a comment in response to a question about the popularity of the iPhone, and he said, I call you guys wall huggers. Uh, that was sort of in jest, meaning that iPhone batteries don't last that long, barely enough for a day, and that iPhone users have to always end up you know, finding a wall to, to plug in. Of course, people were quick to make fun of the fact that what's that got to do with hugging? You're not really hugging a wall. How can you hug a wall? Yeah, he does realise you can take your phone out of your pocket when you charge it, doesn't he? Maybe that's where he went wrong, Ben. Maybe that's <laughs> Maybe what he's been doing the whole it. time, yeah. Uh, yes, well, you know, he, he may have a point. I don't know. I'm I'm not an iPhone user, Brett is, uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I I thought they were kind of on par with others, but maybe they're not. The I think po- they're all pretty rubbish, and maybe yeah. Blackberries do last longer because you can't really Because you can't do, do much on them. You can't do anything on it. So. That's a, I think you've, you've nailed it there, Ben. Mm. Exactly what it is. And isn't that the whole irony of the story? 
I mean, not that it, we should be taking this all so seriously, of course, but I thought it was, uh, you know, if you're going to do something in jest, I mean, at least, you know, make sure your bases are covered. Yeah, you don't really want it to be pointed back at you so quickly. No, and unfortunately for BlackBerry, as even before we started, Ben, you, you had a, a sort of a go at them, fair enough too, and the whole point is because, you know, BlackBerry is so vulnerable right now. Yeah. So, you know, um, they should just be, you know, not getting so cocky. You can be cocky when you're at the top. Yeah, just keep your heads down and just, you know, yeah. see if you're still going to be there tomorrow. That's right. Try and fly under, do some fantastic stuff, fly under the radar, then pop your head up. And then when you when you climb up above the others, then you can be cocky. And take on someone that, you know, is, is not going to fight back. That's right. Yeah, iPhone, like oh, Apple users are too... Yeah, yeah. take on Windows. Yeah. <laughs> take on the Surface. <laughs> the Surface, yeah. Oh, man, the Surface. I, I don't know about that device, really. I, I think I've, I've had this conversation before, and I guess my position is this. I think it's fine in business because uh, when I say in business, I mean like, you know, for where a company buys an employee, you know, or provides an employee with a, with a device. <laughs> I thought you were going to end it there, where a company buys an employee. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe like, that goes on too. I not don't know how it works. I don't think <laughs> not. Not in this. Not in the Western world, anyway. No, but what I was meaning is, when, yeah. So when when the you know company issued devices, I think it's fine because it's heavy. But you know, it's only while you're at work you can take it to meetings and so on. And then when you're at your desk, you use it like a laptop. Fine, but it's not, in my opinion, something you want at home to pass around on the couch when you're looking at photos with friends because you'll soon get you know RSI from the weight of those things. I don't even think it's powerful enough to be a substitute for a laptop either. Like, I just don't think it has the, it doesn't have the range. It's Yeah, but you could argue, I guess, you know, just playing devil's advocate here, in the business environment, it probably, you know, for running Word and Internet Explorer. Can it? Can it run both of them at once? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe know, you have to monotask. Yeah. I just don't yeah. think it's got the guts to actually to be useful. Sure, maybe for someone that sits in a meeting and doesn't really do anything and jumps on jumps on Bing to search for something. Um. <laughs> That's right, Bing. That's what they did. <laughs> See, any place you use Bing, right, in your workplace because they enforce Windows and Internet Explorer. Yeah, or a novelty. <laughs> Look what I just found. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we could do a spoof show, you know. There's, a, there's apparently a new search engine now. I've never heard of it, but I found it at work. It's called Bing. Oh, really? Who yeah. makes it? Oh, apparently Microsoft. Must be Microsoft. one of their uh, undercover oh. projects and they finally released Bing or something. I don't know. So <laughs> does that, did that replace Windows Live Search? Because that was such an amazing search engine. <laughs> <laughs> it would seem so- criminal to lose something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my sides are hurting now. You, <laughs> I can't even rem- believe you remember the, the name of it, Windows Live oh. Search. What a, what a bland name. I remember that name. <laughs> yeah, Windows Live Search. I mean, what is that? Because I, <laughs> I don't know, I should get into this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right, move on. <laughs> yeah, move on before you get carried away. But yeah. anyway, okay, we'll leave that BlackBerry story there. John Chen and his uh, wall huggers comment. Now, let's talk about this new device that hasn't been released yet, but was showed off at, uh, where was it showed off? Uh, the big conference, the big tech thing. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out which one it was. It, it wasn't CES, was it? Or, CES, or was it? yeah. Oh, it was CES. Yeah, it was yeah. CES. Alrighty. So, what we're talking about here is a Android Windows hybrid tablet made by, is it Acer? Asus. Asus. Or Asus. Yeah. Well, I was talking about, actually, that's just, if you look at um, last week's episode, 
It's titled ASUSES, as an A-S-U-S apostrophe S. And it stems from a, a wee comment I I made about, how, first of all, how do you pronounce ASUS? Is it ASUS or ASUS or ASUS as a sort of hybrid? Or, and, how do you pronounce the possessive? I mean, especially if you say ASUS, it sounds really clumsy to say ASUSES. Yeah, it does a bit. Mm. It's a bit like, I remember doing a breakfast show on, on Mix FM uh, some years back, and we were talking about the census, and then we started, we had to use it in plural, and we, I, I said censuses, and I stopped there and I said, is that even right? And my co-host said, maybe it's sensei. And so we, we phoned Statistics New Zealand live on air, <laughs> and we put them on the radio, as, as we, and we asked them what, the, and we got put through the receptionist or whatever you call her, the woman that answered the phone. When she said, am I on air? I said, yes, you are. And she goes, oh my goodness, I better put you through to someone who can speak to the media. <laughs> so she wasn't obviously clear to speak. So we got put through. And by the way, in case you're wondering, there is a conclusion to that. The answer is censuses, is the plural. Really? Hmm. Well, the longer answer was that Stats New Zealand said, there's no real clear answer to that, but we have settled on censuses and in, in, in our organisation, that's what we say, and that's the official term, if you like, in our organisation. And I think I looked at Oxford English Dictionary, which I might actually just go on now as well, just to check, because I, I seem to recall that it, that I couldn't find the answer, which is why we phoned. Well, that and the fact that it was fun to do. But shall I log on to Oxford English Dictionary and have a look? I don't know why I'm doing this, Ben. Why are we going on this tangent? If only the census people had some way of conducting a survey and asking the people how it should be said, that would be yeah, fantastic. We, we, they should have done that. In the, they should do that in the next census. Hmm. What should these things be called? Censuses? Sensei? What makes the most sense for censuses? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right, Ben. I'm on the Oxford English Dictionary. I've logged on. I'm now typing in census. And let's see if the Oxford English Dictionary, which in my view is the authoritative source of the English language, has a plural. That's a pretty big call. Wouldn't well, you need, you'd need multiple sources, wouldn't you, to sort of, and then run a, a collaborative sort of middle ground? <laughs> you know, like you don't sync against a single time server, do you? You sync against sort of two or three. You don't have your DNS hosted in a single name server. You distribute it. <laughs> wouldn't Wouldn't you agree? Oh, Ben, you're trying to trap me, aren't you? <laughs> I don't think so. What, Look, what's... You, you know what? I can't. It doesn't seem to list a plural in there. Hmm. there. There is no There is no plural listed. It's not to say there isn't one. It just doesn't tell you what the plural is. You should write to the Queen and ask her. The Queen, yeah, I should. Well, doesn't isn't she the guardian well, see, of English? Well, no, well, see, this is the thing, Ben. This brings me to another topic. This is way. This is going to linguistics now. But most languages, or at least most European languages, and possibly most all languages, I don't know, have a governing body that maintain the language, the official language, and its usage. And you know, they adapt and stuff. But it's if like a standard. There's a standard created. In English, there is no such body which is probably partly why we have American English, British English, Australian English, New Zealand English, and so on. Mm. And that's not to say in those other languages there aren't colloquialisms. There still are in regional variances, but there is an official standard that defines the language. And in English, there isn't. So, back to your comment, is it the Queen? Well, I guess there, there is really no answer. There is no one. The Queen is good as any. Mm. Mm. But we're not going to phone her live on the show. 
Didn't we try that? We <laughs> we found Buckingham Palace. Were you on that show? I don't know if I was on it or if I listened to it. If you listen to, to it, it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, we we phoned Buckingham Palace to find out what did we find? Oh, whether the Queen uses an iPhone because someone alleged she did. Uh-huh. And we phoned, and I think we got told, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. Goodbye." And they hung up, and that was. Like, I, th- I yeah. think I listened to it. I think I was quite impressed by that. <laughs> um, that was a good show. A- there's a podcast in America called Hollywood Babylon, and one of the, it's Kevin Smith, who's a director, and he's big in yes, podcasting. Oh yes, yes. And um, Ralph Garman, who's a American radio personality, and uh, he tells a story about being on air and ringing up the French president and doing a, a Jerry Lewis impersonation. He doesn't he does impressions. Oh yeah. Um, so he did an impersonation and actually went through and had a 15 minute conversation with the president about. Yeah. Is just that, the state of things, and then got sued and all this stuff. It just it sounded amazing. Is that but right? yeah, it, it, he rang up to prank call them and just completely backfired. Um, it, it was an amazing story. It was very very funny. Pranks are great. In fact, they seem to be the big thing on YouTube at the moment. Lots of people sort of running their own prank shows. You know, not, yeah, not like not TV. When I say shows, I mean you know they they do episodes and publish the video on on YouTube. It's the sort of thing that when it's done well, it's great, but when it's done badly, it's It's just, really bad, yeah. Yeah, it's atrocious. Yeah, I saw some tryhards, uh, aren't they from New Zealand or Australia? I forget. And, oh, actually, they've got, they made a name for themselves. They used to be singers, I think. What were, were they called the, um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I, uh, oh, I, I've, yeah, listeners right now are probably going, it's them. And frustrated that I can't say it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, and I just thought, you know, that that kind of polarised people's uh, opinions of them. The the way I saw it, they were tryhards. Their pranks were absolutely rubbish. Yeah, I, I don't know who you're talking about. I, I just, I know, it's a bit of a non-story there because <laughs> yeah. I was hoping um, if I'd got to the end of the story, I might have remembered who they were and said it. But anyway, it'll uh, come to me at the end of the show or probably after we sign off. Yeah, it's it's not one of those things that I've really gotten into that much. The old prank show. Um, it's yeah, it's, it, I find it very hit and miss, and it's just I don't know. When it's done badly, it just makes me feel uncomfortable, and I don't enjoy it. You know what? I've got the last few letters of of the um of of them. It's the the something off skis O F S K I or something that stands for something. Oh. You gotta help me out here. <laughs> I don't know. The, um, oh they, my goodness! I, are they New Zealanders or they're either Australian or New Zealand? I, I forget which. You think I know? Living in New Zealand, you know, be able to. And tell, you think they're the musicians? They they were, I think, and then they. Or did they go? This and, is, you're kind of like giving me like grandpa information. <laughs> you know. I think it was a Tuesday. <laughs> No, it was a Wednesday. No, it was a Wednesday at two. No, it was a Tuesday at one. No, <laughs> no, it was a Sunday, and we went to the. <laughs> you're not giving me any information to help. It's on the tip of my tongue. I oh my goodness, I think it ends in O F S K I or O S K I. Oh, something Oski. Oh no! It's uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm really I'm I'm kicking myself. I am. Look, we'll find out later. Let's uh, let's get back. What story were we talking about? Oh yeah, this thing from Asus <laughs> yeah. or Asus. 
Yeah, the dual-booting <laughs> laptop. How many, how many <laughs> listeners have we lost along the way, do you think? Kind of went on a few tangents there. Just yeah. a few. That was actually pr- pretty much our biggest tangent, I think. Yeah, there was the, uh, I'm surprised we got back to where we, uh, I don't know how we ended up. Only because on. I've got the webpage staring in front of me. Thanks, so. Oh, that would help. Yeah, it's the only other reason. Otherwise, uh, with my ADHD, I would have got, just lost it and ended the show or something. Anyway, so back to this thing. Yeah, the the thing about this is that it, it's not just that it dual boots, but it runs Android and Windows together at the same time, and you just flick between the uh, within each other either through a hardware button or a a soft key. And You're gonna really wonder, cool. like, are the like has it got a dedicated process for each one, or does it hibernate the one that's in the background and then like? restore the one when it flips into the foreground. You know, I haven't uh, looked into the technicalities behind it. Now, kind of now that you ask, I wish I had. But like it's only they, available on Intel's on Intel hardware. Like are they running are they both actually running physically at the same time? Like could you could yeah, you mm. could you interact with each other? Like could you run a web server in one and access it in the other? Like is it that level of running or you know, and, and it, are, well, there, are there resource sharing? Can you share files and things? And the other thing is, is it even running? Or is it, as you mentioned earlier, is it hibernated? Just, yeah, so if you had a process can. going, is it still going? And I look, I haven't looked at the technical details because I was kind of looking at this from a consumer point of view. But I, I kind of, after the show, I think I'll go and look it up. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is not so much that, because, I mean, this was showed off at CES. So this is old-ish news now. The reason that I'm, I'm bringing this up is that it's come out that Google is the one that's kind of holding this up because it hasn't been released yet. Google are not keen on this device. They're not keen on having a device dual boot their operating system or dual run, whatever you want to call it. Dual boot with Windows 8. I'm not sure if it's the fact that it's Windows 8.1, which is the... I think that might be a big part of it because who would want Windows 8 on any device that's associated with them? It's not going to be a good thing. Yeah, but Ben, the thing is, while you're in Android, you know you're in Android and you know you're kind of under the Google umbrella. When you flick over, surely anything that happens is a reflection on Microsoft and surely most people these days, most consumers are aware of that, aren't they? But it's going to tarnish your impression. Like, you're going to be using the Android device going, wow, this is great. You're going to switch over to Windows 8. You're going to have a Windows 8 experience, which if you've ever used <laughs> if you've ever <laughs> used a Windows computer, you do not enjoy your Windows 8 experience. Like, have you had one? I've, you- I've played around with Wii, but yeah. No, I can't say I've seriously used it. How did you find it? Well, you know, I, I what I didn't like, and I, although isn't this fixed in eight point one, what I didn't like was the fact that you had to boot into Metro every time you boot, you're in Metro, and you, yeah, and I keep hitting this button somehow to get out of something, and it would flick me back into Metro. I'm like, no, stay in the desktop. Yeah, it's it's a tablet that wants to be a laptop, and yep. it really it's, yep. it's it's atrocious. It really is. But I think they, they addressed a number of things in eight point one. They did and they didn't. It's a bit of a band-aid. Um, I mean, sure, it's better, but it couldn't have been any worse. It's, it's they they took a swing and a miss, you know. And in my opinion, they're going to rush out nine so that they can address the yeah, you know, yeah, 
Like, don't worry about that. The next one's coming. But they need to split it again. They need to look, have, yeah. have your mobile operating system, your mobile operating system, strip it down. Have it do the things it needs to do. And have your desktop experience be your desktop experience. Yeah, don't, absolutely. Don't you know, dilute it. It's not, it doesn't need to be. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And Brett and I did an, I think it was Brett and I did an episode on just that. We talked about that. And we talked about that because Apple came out and, and perhaps it was a marketing thing, I don't know, but obviously the they're talking about their, their plans true to form, which is that they will not, and there were rumors that they would, they will not merge OS 10 and iOS. And and Brett and I, and, and it sounds like you're saying the same thing, said that is, that is really where you need to be. And that's where Windows went wrong. They're trying to merge too much. Yep. You're just yep. going to ruin one or the other or both. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah. Which is why you don't merge a tablet with a laptop, do you, Ben? No. <laughs> No, you they've done everything separate. wrong. They've done yeah. everything wrong. So you just try to do too many things at once. And yep. it's, you see it in all of the software products that you see out there. It's Blue like, where? yeah, I mean, mm. you used to do one thing amazingly well. Everyone loves it. Now it's got to do everything and it doesn't do any of them very well. Yeah. It's just yep. stupid. Yep. Uh, I mean, you saw it a few years ago, not so much now with phones. Like, you have these phones that did all these amazing things. But to make a phone call, <laughs> how, how do you make a phone call? You, you should just be able to dial a number, right? Punch yeah, it in but and there's no, ring. but there's no way to find it. Yeah, like, I know, I know, because it's embedded in all this rubbish. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, you know, someone's grandparent, whatever, oh, I don't know how to do this. And you're, like, oh, you're just being stupid. And you take it off them and you're like, mm. <laughs> no, I have no idea how I make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't really see that as much anymore, but yeah, mm. it was all right. Well, anyway, I thought this uh, device was really cool. Let's see what happens. Google, I, well, rumors are anyway that Google is trying to put a hold on this thing being produced. How can they though? They're they're running like an it's an open source operating system, isn't it? I mean, could they even restrict it being pre-installed? I don't really see how they could. They could restrict like branding and advertising of it, I guess, like any sort of Google name, but. How could they stop you from installing it on a well, device? Well, I don't, I don't know that they can stop it as such, but they are, from what I understand, putting pressure on Asus. You know, to be fair, there is, you know, this pressure is real in the sense that if Google really wanted that they could, I guess, stop Asus from, they could, uh, I know, because Android is free, isn't it? They're not licensed. Mm-hmm. Do they license? No, well, they do. They still license components, don't they? They do, but I don't think, I don't think you have to have, a, you don't, I don't think there's any licensing agreement on them pre-installing it on a computer. Not, uh, not on the, but no, but to customize, you know, the. Uh, oh yeah, maybe the, the, to the, brand, the brand of Android. You know, the the vanilla. Yeah. The, they can put vanilla Android on there, but that doesn't give you much. It gives you a platform, pretty much. Not much of an OS. And it's going to be one of. The, I mean, why would you? Why would you? you know, Google has some pretty big hammers. Yeah, uh, well, that's right, and so I guess they kind of have to do the diplomatic thing I suppose and try and convince Google why it's a good thing and hopefully Google will see it that way etc etc anyway that's that one and that is the end of the international stories we'll take a short break after this little musical ditty we've got a New Zealand story for you don't go away alrighty welcome back Telecom has announced it's going to rename its company to Spark. Yeah. <laughs> Yawn. <laughs> and? <laughs> why? Why? 
Well, I don't know. It's rebranding. I mean, you know, companies do that from time to time. They, they, there's, they a, there's a Wellington web development company called Sparks. Yeah, see, that's going to be interesting if they get into that space. So they have to be very careful not to, you know, cover the, the same ground. doesn't mean you can't have two companies called Spark, but certainly if there's an overlap in terms of the market that they operate in, you know, the type of business they are, and then uh. that becomes a problem. The other one I wondered is, I thought, but I could be wrong, that because uh, Ver- Verizon Wireless recently did an advertisement they uh, called Spark, and I, I was actually in that one, filmed here in Wellington. It's really? Called, yeah, it was a lot uh. of fun. thousand people in Wellington running around with commercial-grade sparklers raised above their heads. Those things burn, man. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know, the, the little ones you get for, you know, Guy Fawkes? Yeah. They're nothing, right? You probably just about touch the tip of one. I wouldn't, but you know. No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't okay, think I'm exaggerating, but you know what I'm saying. The sparks go all over your hand. They don't do anything. Yeah. These things were huge ones. They were, and they, as the sparks fall, they're still so hot that you fall, feel them on your scalp, and they burn. They, oh, it's horrible. All right. Anyway, that'd be pretty cool. Though. It, it was a lot of fun. You know, running around at three in the morning mm. through the streets of Wellington. But anyway, the, the point I was making was that the uh, the ad was called Spark, and I thought they owned that trademark. But I could be wrong on that. I was wrong once before. Just the once. Just the once. My wife would have you tell you would tell you it's a lot more than that. But I'd don't, probably don't say it's more says. than that too. Yeah, I think I've <laughs> I think I've known you long enough. Hey? <laughs> all right, all right. So look, anyway, Telecom's going to rename themselves to Spark, which is their logo. You know, the little thing, star thingy. Really? Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Really? Yeah. What do you think it was? I don't know. I'm just trying to think what their logo is. It's that. Um, it looks like a kid drew a star. Oh, that you know, green, the green, blue. Um, well, blue, isn't it? There's a blue. Mm. Oh, just get just, a telecom front page of their website. It looks like someone sort of, I don't know, scribbled. Looks, yeah, or defecated. <laughs> 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 it's a family show, isn't it? It's, a, it's keep- a family show. So that was a good choice of word, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, move on. I'll, I'll, I'll move on. Let's move on. So there's two things I want to talk about. One, the fact that they've uh, well, they've announced they're going to rebrand as Spark. But the other one is that they, much bigger plans, they are going to position themselves to be kind of like, if you like, the Netflix of New Zealand. They're going to provide movies and TV shows to subscribers via the internet. I mean, I can certainly see why they would do that. Being a you know a major network owner in New Zealand and having access to a lot of homes, having well like seventy percent market share of the Crown Fibre Holdings, there's not really a lot of content that's going to be available because the band, you know the the backbone between the the individual regions hasn't been provisioned in the UFB rollout. So you're going to have very very fast hubs or very very fast sort of satellite areas that don't necessarily have a lot of interconnectivity so if you have a central provider that's operating this like operating a distribution network for um for media it it really does make sense whether Mm. they'll do it properly i don't know but um. Uh, well a lot of analysts have said the success of this will depend on whether they can get the content that people want the right content yeah, and, and that's going to take time. Yeah, it will take time. And they have to negotiate with the right people, make get, get the right deals. I think uh, QuickFlix were, were here, and uh, or still are, I think, I don't know, but they're, they're uh, Sydney-based, but they operate in New Zealand. 
but they haven't taken off so well because they just haven't been able to secure the content deals with the, the content providers. The other problem, the other hurdle that you face in New Zealand is our bandwidth caps. We don't have very large bandwidth caps. So the way, the only way that you can really offer this sort of thing is if it's uncapped. Yeah, and if you're a company like Telecom, you can offer it from your own servers, in which case it's not really costing you any money and you do it un, you know, unmetered and then yeah. you get yeah. a lot more buy-in. Whereas if you're having to pay, you know, say you're having to pay $20 a month to, to subscribe to something and then you're downloading one gig movies and you're having to pay, you know, a dollar or $2 a gig to, to then download it. That, yeah. gets, that gets really expensive yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and you know what? Here's my prediction. If Assuming Telecom goes ahead with this and launches it, if they do, my prediction is they will build this into a number of plans. Mark my words, in a few years' time, you'll see plans out there for you know for broadband bundled with QuickFlix. So you'll see you know like a package deal and th- this many QuickFlix movies or, or whatnot. The, we, already saw, we already saw it last year with uh, um, Major League Football entering uh, the Premier League. Sorry, um, being sold as a as an online only um, service. Oh really? Who, who's if that you were, Telecom. If you signed oh, up with Telecom, they gave you free access to it. Oh, really? You could, yeah, you could sign up for a particular plan where you got a membership, a subscription service, and then you had unmetered access to it. Um, so they were already, they've already been offering a, a similar type thing. And that could be part of the reason why they've sort of gone down this path. They, all, you know, they, almost, they see the potential for it. Yeah, and maybe it was almost like a, a sort of a proof of concept, you know, a trial. Yeah, Do and people... they wouldn't have cost them money because this other company paid for all the rights, paid for to set everything up. All they had to do was deliver it as a, as, you know, right. you can host it in one of our server rooms and deliver it over our network. Yeah, because if it's on their network, like you said, if there are the uh, the rights, but if they've been covered by someone else, or the rest of it, it's simply the the bandwidth. But if it's on your own servers and you've got a big enough backbone and you've got yeah. some, you know, fiber that's not being used, yep. you know, some capacity there, why not use it? Yeah. Mm. Well, there we go. We'll see in a, in a year or so or a couple of years we'll be talking about whether you know Telecom succeeded as being the Netflix of New Zealand or not. But right now, that's kind of what their plans are. I mean, I don't think they'll make it, but it's uh, I'd, hopefully they will. I mean, good on them if they can. Yeah, I, think, I mean, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, I think they're completely incompetent and they don't have the <laughs> technical ability to do it or the, the management direction to do it. But if they do it, it will be fantastic. And I think that be, we're all the more of a miracle then, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like if they, uh, It'll be amazing if they pull it off. Well, good luck to them, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good luck. All right, Ben, that's it. That concludes episode 265. Been a good Sweet. show. We've yeah. talked about a lot of different things. Lots of tangents. Lots of tangents. Love it. All right, Ben, thank you very much for co-hosting. Cheers, Ed. Awesome. It's been a blast. Thanks, everyone, for listening and hope to catch you next time. Until then, have yourselves a great week. See you next time. Goodbye. How can they, though? It's an open-source operating system, isn't it? Uh, Android is operating source, indeed. How can they restrict...